I heard myself cry out, Jesus Christ, save me. And I meant it. And in that moment, I had the peace that I was looking for my entire life. Everybody loves to hear good news and a true story. Life's Been Different is a podcast that influences individuals like you and I to live life differently by becoming better people and better at living life. So get ready to open your heart to encounter him. Then go and tell the world why your life's been different. Welcome to the Life's Been Different podcast. My name is Marco, Marco Moncada, and I'm so excited that you have joined us today. I know that time is at a premium. It's the one thing that you cannot get back. It's the one economy that we all have in common, and it's time, and time is something that is necessary for growth in Christ. Why? I had a friend tell me one time, hey, the answer is time spent. What I mean by time is required for growth in Christ is that the more you get to know Jesus, the more you get to know yourself. The more time you spend with him, the more you become like him. And that's what being a Christian is all about. Being like Jesus, becoming like Jesus, so we could be Christians to those who are in a dark place. And so that we could be light in a world that is getting increasingly darker, a beacon on a hill for hope in people's lives that don't have God. And that's what we are called to do. We are called to bring the light to the world because the light of the world is Christ Jesus. And I know that today you are going to hear a testimony that's going to shine light on lives around you and maybe even in yourself. And that's the prayer that we have for this episode. Hey, if you're a first-time listener, I want to thank you for joining us. Welcome to our community. Hey, if you like the content that you hear today, we would love for you to follow us or subscribe to us on whatever platform that you're listening, whether that be on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Follow us on our Instagram, at Life's Been Different, or on our YouTube channel, you can search Life's Been Different, and you can find our content there. Hey, if you're a returning listener, welcome back. Thank you for choosing to listen to more than one episode of this podcast. If you would do me a great favor and rate and write a review on Apple Podcast, that would be so helpful. It helps our algorithm, and it helps us, it helps put us, I should say, near other podcasts that are similar. But the reason why that's important is because on this podcast, we share people's testimonies. And the Bible says that we overcome the devil by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony. In other words, what Jesus Christ has done for us on the cross and by us sharing what Jesus Christ has done for us in our lives. And today we're going to hear just that, a story of how Jesus Christ saved someone's life. And I know that if you lean in, it will also change your life as well. On today's episode, we have the privilege 
to listen to Jacques Marino's story. She's all the way from Arizona, United States. And this story really is an example of someone who got pulled from darkness and into the marvelous light of Jesus Christ. I listened to this testimony multiple times. It's an amazing story. It's an amazing reality of God's love for someone. I want you to lean into Jacques Marino's testimony of why her life's been different, and I will come back at the end with some thoughts. Hi, my name is Jack Marino, and this is how my life's been different. When I was a child, I thought that I was a Christian. I thought that it was something that you were born into, and if your family was Christian, then you were Christian. But the truth is that I didn't have a biblical understanding of the gospel or of who Jesus truly is. I was sexually abused, and um, that left me very confused. I started acting out sexually with friends, and I felt very ashamed for what I was doing because I knew it was wrong, but I was very confused. My parents separated when I was five because my dad had a drug and alcohol addiction problem and that was devastating to me. And so when I was seven, my abuser was caught and I told myself, I need to forget that any of the abuse had happened. No one can ever find out. And so if I just tell myself that this never happened, I can believe my own lie and create my own reality. And so that's really what I tried to do. From the lying of the abuse and all that was going on, I had been lying so much that I didn't even really know it was true anymore. Somewhere along the lies, I got lost. During this time, I saw these entities, they were lights in the sky, and I felt this familiar, supernatural, deep connection with them. And because I was so isolated in everything going on in my life, I really thought that these were the only entities that actually really saw me, really knew me, and I felt special for having this connection with them. And I really sought out communication with these entities, which I now know were demons, but at the time thought were angels at first, and then aliens when I learned about aliens. Growing up, I said I would never drink or do drugs because I watched my dad in the cycle of being in the hospital from an overdose to a rehab, a way back center, back in the hospital, and it devastated me to see him go through this. But I cared more about the approval of man than the approval of God, and when I realized I was losing my friends, I started going to parties, trying pills and weed to fit in, and when I saw that was enough, I started drinking. The first time I drank, I knew that I'd made a huge mistake because I didn't want to feel any way but that way again. When I was in eighth grade, I had started cutting and I was bulimic and anorexic and I was just doing anything to have some sort of control over my pain and my life to escape the anguish that I felt. And when I drank for the first time, I actually felt numb and I actually had a brief stint of escape. So instead of finding my identity in people, I now found my identity in getting my next fix, getting my next high and escaping myself. And I was a very selfish person. I still would have said that I was a Christian at this time, but I did not know the true Jesus. I would have said that people were judging me if they ever brought up that I wasn't living like a Christian. And I praise God that he brought people into my life who did that. But I loved my sin and I didn't want to turn from it. I ended up getting into violent, um, abusive, emotionally abusive relationships and um, one of them, the guy was a Native American and started teaching me about Native American spirituality and that tied in the universe and aliens and different entities. And so that was really fascinating to me. And I started giving away more of my Christian beliefs. We broke up in a very ugly way and I just was absolutely miserable. I lost even more weight. 
I really didn't know who I was. At this point I was in college and it had just been almost a lifetime of hiding and shame and no one knowing who I really am. And so I tried meth and heroin and just anything to escape myself. No amount of promiscuity, no amount of drugs, nothing could satisfy me. I felt no peace. And then I got into a relationship with a man. The first time I saw him, I had that same familiar feeling that I had when I first experienced those demonic entities and I felt like I'd known him for eons and um, I just immediately became inseparable with him and he convinced me to quit my job and I became very dependent on him. But very quickly our relationship turned very spiritually, emotionally manipulative and extremely painful and confusing. But at this point I was hooked. He provided drugs and alcohol for me and I thought that was love. While I was in this relationship, he really did become my God. He started teaching me more in depth about New Age spirituality, but also introducing crystal magic. And we started going to transcendental music festivals, practicing sorcery, taking psychedelics. And I really was losing the plot. I really didn't have a firm grasp of reality anymore as I was losing my mind and inviting these entities to come into me. I wanted to channel them. I wanted to feel deeper connections with them. I got into astrology. We ended up breaking up in a very painful, confusing way. And when we did, I didn't know who I was and I wanted some control over my life. And at this point I said, you know what? The little bit that I thought I knew about being a Christian, I'm gonna throw it away and dive deep into this occult because it promises power. And I want this secret knowledge that can give me peace in my life. And so that's what I did. I obsessively studied Kabbalah, astrology, tarot, ancient Egyptian mystery schools, hermeticism. I was being led by these demonic entities, especially one named Thoth, and I thought they were the only ones that understood me. But at this point, things had been getting so dark that I knew I had opened up doors that I shouldn't have. Long story shorter, I ended up joining an order called the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn that practices sorcery in a Freemason lodge. And that's what I did. I took so much pride in it. And sadly, I still had no peace. And God was so faithful to convict me of sin the whole time I knew that Satan was behind what I was doing. But I so desperately wanted control over my life and peace and the promises that it promised that I could be my own God and create my own reality that I kept going. Well, by God's grace, when I was in this order, we we're doing something called practicing Kabbalah and the spells that we used used Bible verses. And so I thought, well, I've already read these other religious texts. I might as well read the Bible. And by God's grace, as I was reading it, I read that you can tell a tree by its fruit. And I didn't really know what that meant, but I knew that the fruit of the tree of the occult was bad. And I had no peace, no joy, no more control over my life. I was absolutely a miserable addict and I hated who I was. And then I read that Satan masquerades himself as an angel of light. And I knew in that moment that Satan was behind what I was doing, but I was still too prideful to turn. And then I remembered in Genesis three, the first lie that if you eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you'll become like God knowing good and evil. And I knew I had fallen for that exact lie and that it led to the fall and it was leading to that in my life. But again, I was still too prideful to turn from my sin and I loved it too much, honestly. And I also believed that I was too far gone to be saved. Then one night, just like any other, I was walking across my apartment and I collapsed in a spiritual attack. Something attacked me and it felt like my soul was being sucked out into darkness. And I heard myself cry out, Jesus Christ, save me. And I meant it. And in that moment, I had the peace that I had been looking for my entire life. 
I knew that it was God, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, the God of the Bible who had saved me. And I was shaking because I knew that the sorcery and the evil deeds that I'd been committing were truly evil. And they were against this all powerful, omnipotent God. And so I started reading my Bible. And I was amazed because these other occult things left me completely empty. But the more I read the Bible, I was satisfied. And so I started reading the Bible for myself. And as I was reading it, it completely fed me. By the time I finished reading the Bible, I had completely changed from the inside out. And that amazed me. And for the first time in my life, I knew that I could get sober. And so by God's grace, that's what I did. It amazed me that God was there and that he would speak to me in his word and I could speak to him in prayer and that he never left me. He never forsook me. And so I ended up joining a church. I was baptized. I publicly confessed Christ as my Lord. I turned away from the occult order that I was in. I became the worship director at my church and the Lord was so kind and faithful to use the people in this church to open my eyes to the lies that I had bought into in the occult and to just, I was washed in the water of the word. After that, I was called to Arizona, where I now have the blessing of working on staff at Redeemer Bible Church. I recently got married. I am just so beyond amazed. I still remember the first time that I laughed after I was saved, and it just amazed me because I never thought I would truly ever feel happiness like that, especially not again after what I went through. But God has truly redeemed my life and brought me joy and peace and the real joy and the real peace is knowing Jesus Christ as Lord, that God has reconciled me to himself through his son, Jesus Christ, and what he did for me on the cross. He bore my sins. He bore the wrath of God in my place. And because of that, I have peace with God and I have eternal life through Jesus Christ. So turn from your sin and trust in Jesus. His way is truly best and Jesus is truly the savior. He is the way, the truth, and the life and no one comes to the father except through him. Amen. Wow, Jacques, thank you so much for being bold and very courageous to share your testimony. In the beginning of your testimony that you shared, you said that you were sexually abused and for a, a long period of your life, you didn't tell anyone. And I want to thank you for being bold to share that on a public podcast. But I also want to thank you for trusting us here at Life's Been Different on this podcast with that reality that you had with that part of your testimony. Thank you for that. And we know that people sometimes feel like they're the only ones going through what they're going through. And so when you share that, I just pray that whoever's listening, however they're listening around the world, that they find hope in the fact that you were redeemed by Jesus Christ. And that horrible part of your testimony has become something that can now help others and point them toward Christ. Hey, this is what we're going to do. I'm just going to touch on a couple of lines from her story. And then I'm going to share briefly on what I feel like the Holy Spirit told me to share on this episode. You know, every episode, every testimony episode, what happens is we get a testimony sent in to our podcast. I listen to it a couple of times and I ask the Holy Spirit to highlight something from the testimony and to give me a word from heaven through scripture to preach on what's highlighted 
in the testimony. And I just say simply this, Lord, Holy Spirit, what would you like to say on today's podcast? And last night as I was processing this story and listening to it intently, I did just that. I asked the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, what would you like to say on this episode? And I heard him say something quickly that was very touching to my heart. And that's what I'm going to share in just a bit. I want to share this. She said in her story, I thought I was a Christian. I thought that because my parents were Christian, then I was automatically a Christian. And I relate to that because my mom raised my brother and I in church, I think from about second or third grade all the way through my senior year. I didn't miss one Sunday. We went to church every Sunday, but I wasn't living the lifestyle that I was claiming to be on Sunday morning as I got older. Even in elementary school, I was very rebellious. I was very angry. I would do things. I would cheat. I would lie. And that bled into and became increasingly worse as I got to high school and through high school. And I remember one of my pastors saying this one time, and she said it one time and it changed my life. And I've said it so many times on now we the 105 episodes that we have on this podcast. And it's this, heaven is a single file line. It's you before God. And your salvation is between you and God. And it has nothing to do with your parents or your family or how you were raised. Every single person has to make their own personal decision to follow and believe and receive the Lord Jesus Christ for themselves. And I love that you said that in your story. You said, I came to believe my own lie. It was my own and new reality. And so many people do that, that something happens to them and it's traumatic and it's wrong and it's sin and it was out of their control. But because of the hurt, they lie to themselves and over time that becomes their new reality. But I want you to know whoever you're lis- whoever's listening that your reality is in Christ Jesus. The Bible says in Ephesians 2, 8 through 10, for it is by grace, for it is by grace, for it is by grace that you have been saved through faith and not that of yourself. It is the gift of God, not of works lest anyone should boast. And then verse 10 says, We are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. That is your reality. Your reality is that God formed you in the womb. Before you were formed, He knew you. He had a plan for you. He has a purpose for you. You were born on purpose for a purpose. You are here because God created you in Christ Jesus to do something specific. And he prepared for you to do this work before the foundations of the world. He loves you. He sent his son Jesus Christ to die for you, to take your sin upon himself, to die with it on the cross, to take it and defeat it in the grave, and to raise three days later. He was raised 
Three days later, he is still alive today. He is your redeemer. He is the savior of your soul and he loves you and he wants you to be with him and in him and with him in heaven and a part of his family for all of eternity. That is your new reality, that you are a new person in Christ Jesus, that the old has passed away and that the new has begun, that you're an entirely new person when you receive Jesus and no matter what happened in your life or to you, whether it was in your control, that it was off your own decision or it happened to you out of your control, you are a new creation, a a completely new person in Christ Jesus. That is your new reality. That is your new reality. I love that she says that she was, she wanted control over her life, but she was too prideful to turn. She loved her sin too much. The reason why I said that I liked that she said that was because that shows humility. She confessed that she was too prideful to turn. And that she loved the sin too much. But the Bible says that it's God's kindness. It's his goodness that leads us to repentance. And now I want to just briefly share what I believe the Holy Spirit wants you to hear today. But before that, I want to jump into our key scripture And I want to jump into the opening line that Jock said and that I said in the beginning of this episode. And it's this. She said, I heard myself cry out to Jesus Christ, save me. And I meant it. And I meant it. And I meant it. And in that moment, I had the peace that I was looking for my entire life. And I meant it. She said something in her testimony that was highlighted to me. And it's this. She said, I was too prideful to turn. I believed that I was too far gone to be saved. You know, we have had almost 10 people from now all over the world, different countries, share their story from the New Age practice to faith in Jesus Christ. The New Age practice is the worship and the serving of doctrines of demons. The Bible says that there is doctrines of demons and that is what the new age is. There's so many different areas and beliefs and practices within the new age and it's dark, it's demonic, it's satanic. And as you heard from Jock's story, she was going through a rabbit hole, joining different groups and cults And doing different things. Just to find spirituality. Listen, there are two spiritual worlds. There is the dark world. Satan and his demons. And there is the kingdom of God. The light. Heaven. 
through Jesus Christ, the Savior of our soul. Hey, if you are entertaining any spirit that not that's not the Holy Spirit, it is a demon spirit and you are on the wrong path. But Jesus died on the, on the cross to forgive you of your sins and to bring you onto the new path, the right path. The Bible says that Jesus said in John 14, 6, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. Nobody comes to the Father except through me. Except through me. And when I asked the Holy Spirit what he wanted to share, this is what he said. He said to me, tell them that I love them and that no one, no one, nobody on this planet, no matter what they're doing, no matter what they've done, no matter how dark it's gotten, even if they're serving Satan himself, Doing sorcery, crystal magic, tarot cards, performing sacrifices. No one on planet Earth is too far gone for me to save them, for me to love them, for me to redeem them, for me to wash them, for me to love them. Jesus is saying, I love you, I love you, I love you. I paid a high price for you to be with me and I want you with me. The Lord is saying today, I love you and you are not too far gone to be saved by me. John 15, 9 in the Passion Translation says this. I love each of you with the same love that the Father loves me. This is Jesus talking, and Jesus says this, and this is what he's saying to you. I love you with the same love that the Father loves me. You must continually let my love nourish your heart. God the Father loves Jesus. And Jesus is saying, with the same love that the Father loves me, I love you. Let my love continually nourish your heart. And that's what I feel like the Holy Spirit wants you to know today. If you've never received Jesus, I pray a prayer at the end, at the outro of this podcast, you know, the music's going. And if you would repeat that prayer, it's not the prayer, it's not repeating after me, Marco. No, it's believing in your heart what you're saying, that Jesus Christ is God that he did what he said he did, that the Bible is true and what it says about Jesus is true. Believing in your heart and confessing with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and that he was raised from the dead. 
The Bible says that you will be saved. If you cry out, Jesus Christ, save me, and mean it, he will, in fact, save you. No matter what you've done or what you're doing, you are not too far gone to be saved by Jesus Christ. If you would like to share your testimony on this podcast, email us at different at gmail.com and we will respond with some simple instructions on how to send in your testimony. I pray that this testimony and that this episode added value to your life. Listen, I remember the day that I cried out, Jesus Christ saved me. I'll never forget that day because my life's been different ever since. And like for me that day, today is your day. The day of salvation. You're one decision away from receiving eternal salvation and life. And your life becoming different. Decide today, right now, in this moment, to go all in for Jesus. And he will in fact be all in you. Decide. And let's together begin to live life differently by becoming followers of Jesus. Hey, I love you. Jesus loves you. And we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Life's Been Different with Marco Moncada. For more information on Life's Been Different, our clothing, my music and new book, OSL, the online discipleship course by Solid Lives, or how to send in your testimony to be featured on the Life's Been Different podcast, visit lifespindifferent.com. Hey, if you haven't received Jesus Christ to be your personal Lord and Savior, we would like to give you the opportunity right here, right now. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, thank you for sending Jesus to die for my sins. I confess that Jesus is Lord and believe in my heart that he was raised from the dead and is alive today. Forgive me of my sins. Make me completely clean. Fill me with the Holy Spirit and help me become the person you created me to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, congratulations. Welcome to the kingdom. Jesus is real. Turn from your sin, turn to him, and go and tell the world why your life's been different.